0: Hey everybody! It's the Sif Podcast. We're back uh, for week week six. We're gonna look at uh, some of the matchups coming up this week and talk about a little bit of week five and do some fantasy. Give out some croutons and a random fact. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the SIFT podcast. saved it for the football podcast. This one for week six of the 2021 NFL season. We're going to talk headlines from week five, look ahead to week six, give out some croutons, a random fact. But the first thing I'm going to do is uh, introduce the mayor. Mayor, how are you?
1: I am doing pretty good for this Saturday morning. Uh Sitting here, getting ready to talk a little bit. Week five, it was quite the wild week in football. Uh, didn't get to catch too many of the games, but the ones I did catch were quite entertaining, including that early kickoff out in London, who would have thought the two teams could have put on such an entertaining uh, game for the folks. But I don't think there was anyone that was actually wearing a home jersey at
0: home. Like every jersey possible out in the stands. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? good yeah I saw that game and yeah you're right they had every uh, every NFL team represented in the in the stands um, even the Jets I did actually see some Jets jerseys surprisingly um, so this week I'd like to start by uh, reading John Gruden's emails uh, I have them all in front of me here so the first one begins dear Jay hey brother oh I can't yeah rest, i can't read the rest of it uh yeah
1: that's not recommended um <laughs> and you know let's just let this you know, let's just put it this way you know just you know if, if you really think that way just don't talk don't put it in the email just <laughs> keep those thoughts to yourself ladies and gentlemen um we're we're in a different we're in a different world now that we always should have been and You know, no coaches aren't held to the same standard as players. Yes, there are a lot of players that have done some horrendous things over the years that are still playing football, but as a coach, you have to be a leader um, and just know that anything you put out in the universe can come back to impact you later.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk about the possible implications for actual football of that um, later on, but Let's go ahead and do a random fact. So, um, this one, I don't usually do football facts, but I thought this one was interesting. One of the teams uh, from week five scored 40-plus points, had no turnovers, and still lost. It's the first time anybody's ever done that in the history of the NFL. Do you know which team scored 40-plus with no turnovers and lost the game?
1: I'm trying to think of, without cheating, I'm trying to think if I know the answer.
0: Well, I'll give you a hint. There were only three teams that scored more than 40. Two of them and, were in the same game.
1: Yeah, I I remember there being a really high-scoring
0: game, but I forget who it was. It was the Cleveland Browns. With, uh, they carried uh, Austin Eckler into the end zone. Um, And they lost 47 to 42. They scored 42 points, had no turnovers and lo- still lost. So,
1: you know, take and I can promise you the head coach looked at the analytics guy after the game and said, this is why I'm the head coach.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, they I mean, you know, it, it was a, it was a very entertaining game. And really, honestly, either team could have won. Uh, there were some mistakes that were made, though, in the game. Of course, uh, it always happens. But they had no turnovers. It's kind of surprising. So, my question coming out of that game: It was LA Chargers forty-seven, Cleveland forty-two. The Chargers are now really far ahead in the A- in the AFC West. Um, you know, do they have to do anything special to win the West at this point? I mean, obviously, they play Kansas City again, but. They've got the edge on Kansas City. They could lose to Kansas City and still win this division. So uh, what do you think about their chances of winning the division?
1: You know, I'd say they went up uh, a couple of ticks when they beat uh, Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, they held out against the Browns. Uh, You know, they, you know, I think if they can get 12 wins, I think that's going to be enough to win the West at this point. I think 12 wins will pretty much be enough to win any division. Uh, you know, 12 12 and 5 will be a great football season. Uh, we this team should definitely be playoff bound. Uh, but yeah, I think they're gonna win the division at this point.
0: And that really that game really turned on a missed extra point. There were 12 mix, missed point after touchdowns, and there were also 12 missed field goals this week. Do you think that this is Good for the league to have uh, the the kicking problem, uh, forcing teams to maybe decide to go go for it on fourth down more often. Or do you think it's a bad thing?
1: Well, the um, you know a few years ago when they changed to move the extra point back, you know they they basically said this is just pointless. Why not just make a touchdown worth seven points? And they moved it back because now it relies on your skill, of your kicker, to get you through those couple extra points, and I think we've seen quite the twist in in, in um, suspense and everything like that towards the end of the game really makes coaches plan for it. You know, a couple weeks ago, uh, San Francisco, you know, Robbie Gold had that injury and missed a couple kicks during the game, which pretty, you know, we could say may or may not have cost him the game, but the following week they ended up going for it on fourth down four out of five times and missing it four out of five times. But you gotta, you know, now you gotta play your team, so you gotta just have your team prepared for the inevitable.
0: Was this kind of the point, though, of the NFL doing this, uh, moving the PATs back, so that uh... I, re-
1: I really do, yeah, I think it's causing more end of game scenarios that are making it more exciting, and you know, you just, coaches have not quite figured out how to capitalize or minimize the damages done by one, you know, one missed kick.
0: So, I mean, in the end, maybe it is a good thing that, um, you know, there is a lot more suspense at the end of the game, and teams are having to, you know, go for fourth downs uh, wherever they are in the field uh, a lot more often. Let's go on to Buffalo 38, Kansas City 20. Uh, Buffalo, I think they've kind of wrapped up the East already. I mean, it's only been five games, but um, I don't think anybody in that division can, can catch them. Uh, What do you think about that game?
1: Yeah, you know, I I think you hit it on the head. The Patriots have won that. I mean, the Bills have won that division. Again, just locked up, you know, by week five, just like the Patriots did for damn near 20 seasons through the mediocrity of the other three teams. The Bills are just the lucky receiver of this now. You know, it's Miami or New England is not going to go on that big of a winning streak. They may able to sneak in to get a, a wild card spot with three spots being available. But yeah, I, I think we can etch the um, trophy to the bills right now.
0: I agree. Buffalo goes at Tennessee this week. That's the Monday night football game. It and is. Then Kansas city plays at the Washington football team and they absolutely have to win. I think the Kansas city is, I mean, I, you know, everybody hasn't penciled in as a wild card at least, but, um, I think if they lose to the football team, they're in real trouble.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with you in four losses on the season that, you know, only six games in that's, you know, if that's kind of a future prediction or record, that's not going to be good for Kansas city.
0: All right, let's move on. Uh, Baltimore 31, Indianapolis 25. This is one of those late night games that went into overtime. Uh, Baltimore basically trailed the whole game and came back in the fourth quarter and won it in overtime. The Colts are now 1-4, and and do you think they have any chance in the AFC South?
1: I think they do, only because I think the AFC South is one of the weaker divisions at the moment, and Tennessee does not look uh, overwhelming like the overwhelming winner. Uh, I think it's going to come down to Indy or Tennessee, and you know, Tennessee's still got, I, I think they're going into the stretch of the schedule, which actually became more difficult. Uh, I did predict Tennessee to start out the season as the last undefeated team early in our preseason kickoff show. Uh, I was dead wrong about that. I thought their first five games were their easy ones, or their first eight games were their easy ones. So I think they're going to be able to get back on track a little bit and give India a run for the money. All right, then let's move on.
0: We'll talk about the last undefeated team, Arizona 17, San Francisco 10. Arizona will play Cleveland this weekend. I think that's probably the game of the week. San Francisco gets a bye. Uh, Were you surprised at the low score or anything about this game?
1: So I didn't get to watch a lot of the game. In fact, none of it. I did watch a lot of the highlights. You know, San Francisco's defense showed up to play this game. They – they held the high throttle powered Arizona Cardinals led by Cliff Kingsbury, who will be coaching from his couch this weekend. That's a little side note there, but uh, I, I think the offensive struggles are still there with uh, San Francisco. Trey Lance clearly isn't ready to be the starting quarterback because they're not having them do a lot of different things. That running game is kind of what's holding them together, but the they're on their seventh running back of the season, so it's getting a little scarce in San Francisco. But I think their defense has the opportunity to hold them in a lot of a lot more games coming up.
0: Yeah, they lost Mostert. Kittle uh, is going to be out for a few games, so that offense probably isn't going to get a lot better uh, in, until maybe the last quarter of the season or something. I, we'll see what happens there. But like I said, Arizona at Cleveland, that's probably the game of the week. This week, we'll, we'll look to take a look at the rest of the schedule. But Dallas beat the Giants 44-20. to 20. That wasn't really a surprise, but Dallas keeps putting up points, and their defense looks pretty good. Uh, with Philadelphia losing to Tampa Bay on Thursday night, does um, there any chance Dallas doesn't win the East?
1: It's going to be really disappointing for Michael McCarthy if Dallas loses the East at this point you know the other th- you know those three teams wa- washington football team philly and new york giants are clearly struggling and are part of the um lower tier of the nfl right now so i, I think this is dallas's division all to at the point
0: all right so let's move on to obviously the giants are in trouble i Whoa. We got uh my my son wanting to be on um, part of the uh podcast here. That's uh, great.
1: Um who's he rooting for this weekend?
0: Oh, and who are you rooting for this weekend? I am Who's your favorite football team? Um, I am <laughs> Oh, all right, I'll let you think about it. All right, let's move on to Green Bay twenty-five, Cincinnati twenty-two. I mentioned this last week. Green Bay is a little bit on autopilot, and I think you said something about them playing, you know, to the to their opponent. So uh, there are a bunch of missed kicks in this game. This one probably contributed most of those twelve missed field goals and missed PATs. But um, Green Bay plays at Chicago, and I think what's going to be kind of a scary game for them. And then Cincinnati gets uh, the hapless Detroit Lions. Uh, Any thoughts on Green Bay or Cincinnati?
1: Uh, I think Cincinnati's going to have a big win this week. They're going to be able to flex their muscles against a poor Detroit team uh, who is in the basement once again. It must be something in the water in Detroit that just doesn't allow this team to ever get out of the basement. Good thing they have basements in uh, Michigan because there's a lot of tornadoes. Um as far as Green Bay I I think like I said they are on autopilot they're they're going to do what they got to do to win football games you know Aaron Rodgers can clearly put up 500 yards if he ever has to and that defense can hold hold teams down for the most part so I think they're going to be all right going forward
0: all right, so I do you agree with me that this is a scary spot for them, though, at Chicago? Those games seem to always be weirdly close. and uh, No,
1: I, I think Justin Fields is not QB1 ready, and I think his struggles are, and the Bears' struggles are going to continue against the Packers.
0: All right. So let's go on to Minnesota 19, Detroit 17. We already talked about Detroit struggling, but what do you think about Minnesota almost losing that game? I mean, it came down to a field goal. Um, is Are they still alive in the north? I mean, can they still get the – I mean, obviously they won, so they're still in a position to get maybe a wild card spot. But uh, it doesn't look like Minnesota is a very good team.
1: No, they, they struggle on times they you don't think they should. Um, I think I picked them to go to the postseason. Maybe you did. One of us did. Uh, I think they're going to be pretty close to 9-8 and eight or 10-7 and seven at the end of the season. And that'll either be just on the outside looking in or just on the inside looking out. Either way, they're probably looking at about a 7 seed and traveling to a team like Green Bay for um, week one of the playoffs.
0: All right. So Minnesota plays at Carolina, another team that's all of a sudden struggling. New England came back and beat Houston. They looked like they were down for the count. I was watching a little bit of that game. Uh, New England pulled it off 25 22. They played Dallas this week. Houston plays at Indy. Um, I was uh, honestly, I thought the Texans were going to win that game. Um, so, any thoughts on New England?
1: Uh, yeah, they're. Uh, they're clearly struggling. They don't have the, they don't have the personnel to keep up with some of the better teams in the NFL. Uh, maybe Belichick is, you know, checked out or what, whatever he might have done. Uh, I think they're going to have big uh, a big struggle against Dallas this week, and a little more on that a little later.
0: Yeah. All right. So, mentioned this already, but Philadelphia. Last week, they beat Carolina 21-18. They lost to the Bucks on Thursday night football. Uh, Carolina has now dropped two in a row. Sam Darnold kind of looks like Jets. Sam Darnold all of a sudden again. Uh, Carolina might be in trouble. They play Minnesota. So we'll see. It's kind of, a for me, this is kind of the loser leaves town kind of game. Um, the team that loses this game, I think, is going to really struggle to, um, you know, make the playoffs. Um, personally, that's my... View. do you have any thoughts on philadelphia carolina uh
1: i think carolina is going to struggle big time and i think there's a reason why mccaffrey is the center of that offense uh he has already been marked as out for this week already so you know that's not good news for the panthers uh chubba hubbard hasn't been able to step up to the plate and even give near the production that mccaffrey has Uh, But they haven't exactly game planned the same way they do with McCaffrey for without McCaffrey. So I think Sam Darnold is going to have to have a really good game and stay focused, not turn the ball over, and maybe put a little bit better game plan together by the coaching staff. Which brings me to a SIFT surprise. All right. So we haven't really had a true SIFT surprise in a few weeks now. That's right. And this one I wanted to um, I wanted to make really special. And this is more of a, um, a quiz or a question to you, Mr. Professor. So there are currently a lot of teams that are sitting at two or three or two and three or below. Which two and three team or more do you think are going to make the playoffs? So I will name for you the 2 and 3 teams and you tell me which ones you think will make the playoffs. In the AFC we have the Patriots, the Steelers and the Chiefs and the NFC we have the football team, the Eagles who are 2 and 4 because they just recently played the Vikings, the Falcons, the Seahawks and the 49ers. Are any of those teams playoff bound?
0: Um Well, let's just start with the AFC. Um, You know, the Chiefs are looking up at everybody in their division now. Uh, And like I said, if they lose to the football team, I think they might be actually in trouble. Um, Although I was about to talk about the Raiders, which is a team trending down. um, The two and three Steelers could definitely make a run at the playoffs, I think. Okay. Um, I'm surprised by that, but I think their defense is good enough and, um, you know, they got just enough offense to get, get by a couple of those teams. Um, and then in the NFC, as far as the two and three Seahawks, I think they're pretty much done. I think the Niners are really going to struggle. Uh, Trey Lance, like you said, he doesn't have the full complement of, uh, you know, plays to, uh, get the team to score a bunch of points. Um, and I'm not crazy about the Vikings team, um, so I, I'm not sure about any of those teams. Uh, you know, the Eagles actually might be the best. And if the Washington football team beats the Chiefs, they're they're going to uh, have a chance at it.
1: Yeah, so currently every one of these teams is actually on the outside looking in for the top seven teams in each conference. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to say this is panic week for all these teams, but I, I think if you go to two and four, two and five, you know, you're you're starting to really worry about the end of the season. And so I think all these teams have a must win this week.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, you yeah. know, a lot of those teams playing each other, um, so we'll see what happens. I was going to talk about the uh, Las Vegas Raiders losing to Chicago twenty to nine. Do you think that Gruden um, is going to make that much of a difference? Like, is his departure a huge issue? Do you think the team's going to play better or worse, or is it does it make no difference at all?
1: I think it's. Gruden has a coaching style, and I think the Raiders, the Raiders have the personnel to kind of adapt, depending if this new coach can step up. They do have a little bit of head coaching experience, um, for and a former coach from Denver. I forget his name at the moment, but he's going to be splitting some coaching duties. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's in Cincinnati. My mistake. Uh, the Raider, the Raiders are going with assistant coach to finish the rest of the season. It's yeah. his turn. out it's his turn to um audition basically for the job uh, i think Derek Carr and that offense has enough to get it done but i, I think this week they're gonna have, struggle to get a win
0: all right so do we have anything else on the nfl uh headlines for last week anything else to talk about
1: no i think we've covered a lot of the headlines and i think we are ready to move on
0: all right let's take a break and we'll come back we'll do croutons and fantasy right after this All right. So uh, the the croutons here, the side cell croutons are presented by Caesars Palace official betting partner of the NFL. So let's talk about our croutons. Last week, um, a little bit of success. You had a little more than I did. You're now ahead of me in croutons. Um, I'll go over my picks from last week. I did successfully get the Dallas minus seven. Uh, that one was easy. They won by 24 over the Giants. Um, green Bay minus three at Cincinnati green Bay looked like they had that game in hand and then they kind of just, uh, you know, went into autopilot like we've talked about and, uh, ended up being a push and then my spicy meatball. I thought this Vegas, uh, Raiders team would be better than the Justin Fields, Chicago team, but they were not, they lost. Uh, so they did not cover the minus five and a half. So I lost the 200 croutons. Um, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't a great week. Uh,
1: you know, that's unfortunate for you. I I did have a good week myself. Uh, I was going with the theme of the over this past week, New Orleans and the Washington football team at 43 and a half. I nailed the over for 50 croutons, green Bay, Cincinnati. I thought that was going to be a scoring fest, but like you said, autopilot kicked on when when they were near the runway, and Green Bay ended up missing that over. So, of 50 and a half, uh, Buffalo, two and a half. I thought this was as sure thing, a sure thing as sure a thing. Uh, as I tried to tell everybody last week, Buffalo was going to win that football game outright and they were getting two and a half. So I nailed the 200 croutons, bringing me up to back down to 600 for the season. I was at 400 the previous week, so I'm still trending below the thousand mark, but I think I've got a couple picks this week that are going to set my croutons into overdrive.
0: Yeah. The Buffalo plus two and a half and the over were probably some of the easiest, uh, some of the easiest picks all, all year. So, um, I don't know why I didn't jump on that. Uh, all right. You want to jump into uh, this week's, uh, croutons?
1: Yes. So, um, this week, uh, I'm going back to going back to the, well, like you said, trust the good teams, uh, Buffalo, Tennessee, the, um, over under right now is at, uh, 54. And I see that going over 54. I think Buffalo's, Going to be able to score quite a bit of points, and I think Tennessee is going to score along with them. I don't see Buffalo shutting this team out, Uh, so I'm going to go over 54 for 50 croutons.
0: All right, Uh, I am on that game too, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Baltimore, 51 and a half over. I think both of these teams are going to score a bunch. I'm taking the over 51 and a half points. Uh, in Baltimore, I think that's going to be a very high-scoring game for 50 croutons. Uh, what's your next pick?
1: You know, that's, that's a good pick. I do like that. Um, uh, I was looking at Minnesota-Carolina, and I looked yesterday, and I was going wait, to uh, wait on the bet to um, see if McCaffrey is playing. And news broke that McCaffrey isn't playing. And now Minnesota is giving up two and a half points, but I think that is going to be enough. I think Sam Darnold is going to continue to struggle. And I think Minnesota is going to win that game by more than two and a half. And I'm going to lay 50 croutons on that as well.
0: Right. Um, I have uh, Arizona at Cleveland. I like the under here. Um, Nick Chubb is out for this game. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a ton of offense on either side. I think Cleveland's defense, while they gave up a lot last week, is still pretty good, and Arizona's defense is pretty good. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, Cleveland will like to milk the clock if they can. So I like the under 48.5 or 50 croutons.
1: Forty-eight and a half for fifty croutons. That's a pretty good pick. Um, I'm gonna have to look up my last my last thing because I have two things written down. I do like Dallas traveling to New England uh, and get coming away with that victory. I have three and a half and three written down, so I'm not sure which it is at this point. But I am gonna take the um, I'm gonna take Dallas. I'm looking it up as we speak. Okay, and Dallas has given up three and a half in New England. I'm going to make that my spicy meatball of the week. Dallas minus three and a half for 200 croutons.
0: All right, I do like that pick. Um, All right, so I've got the uh, L.A. Rams at the New York Giants. I kind of like the under on this one too, 48 and a half under for 50 croutons. I just don't think the Giants are going to be able to put – much points on the board they've got too many injuries uh and that Rams pass pass rush is going to get to Mike Lennon uh and that's going to not be a very good game um so I like the under in that one and so you don't have any more picks correct
1: no I'm out of picks
0: so my last pick I said I was on the Buffalo Tennessee game just like you are for 200 croutons but I like Buffalo minus five and a half and the reason I like that is Buffalo has a plus 108 uh, scoring margin over their teams. They're basically winning by more than 20 points every single week. So giving five and a half to this Tennessee team, I don't think is going to be too much of a problem.
1: So believe me or not, I actually, I can't read my own scratch. I was going to make four bets and I was going to take that bet as well. at a 50 crouton bet. I like the over and the five and a half. That's fine If you'll if allow it, I am going to take that bet as well at 50 croutons. That's,
0: that's totally, totally fair. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, that's the crouton bet. Let's run them down one more time. Uh, I'll go first, and you can just tell me if you like any of these, obviously, besides the one that we have uh, picked mutually. Uh, the Chargers at Baltimore, 51 and a half over. Arizona at Cleveland, 48 and a half under. The Rams at the Giants forty eight and a half under, and then obviously the Buffalo, Tennessee minus five and a half for Buffalo.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that uh that over with the um, Ravens and the Chargers, I think that is gonna be I think that's the pick of the week for yeah, me. It seems like a of thing. yours, it does seem pretty um pretty good. And we'll just have to wait and see. All right, so for, yeah, so for my picks, I have, um, I, I doubled down on that. I double dipped on that Buffalo Tennessee game. I think the over is going to hit 54 and a half. So that would bring me a victory. The over is 54. And I think Buffalo is going to win by at least a touchdown, giving up five and a half points for 50 more crew tens, uh, Minnesota, giving up two and a half against Carolina for 50 croutons. And my, my spicy meatball this week is Dallas traveling into New England and winning by at least three and a half, and I will lay 200 croutons on that.
0: All right. I think the Buffalo, Tennessee over 54 the most. I think Buffalo will put up 40 points every week, um, if not more. Uh, and so I think uh, Tennessee can get a couple touchdowns and. That will easily go over. So uh, that's the one I like the most. I mean, I I like the Dallas pick, but something scares me about the the New England team um, that just, you know, and also feel like you can't quite trust Dallas, but it it does seem like three and a half should be easy to cover. I'm just, I don't know, there's something Uh I got a weird feeling about that game.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, it seems weird, and if this were a Belichick of three years ago, I would never take that bet, but I, I think, like you said, it's, it's weird, but I, I'm going for it.
0: All right, big fantasy week for us. The professor plays the mayor in uh, fantasy football. You,
1: you know, that – it, it disappoints me because I'm glad you brought this up first because I'm going to start directly talking about my situation that I have against you this week, Mr. Professor. Yeah. So okay. I, my lineup happened to hit the week where I have a couple people on a buy, and my team is not pulling up now. Of course, the internet's not working. And well, so on my it. bench... I got it now. On my bench currently, I have three people uh, marked for injured reserve, and I have two people on a bye week. My only bench positions are a quarterback and a tight end. So anyone I can pick up, I can't afford dropping any of these players off my team because they should be back soon. Um, But this is the point in the season where some tough decisions are going to have to be made, and I'm going to have to hope for a glory week uh, among my team.
0: Yeah, and uh, my team um, has averaged 170 points over the last two weeks. So it's due for a dip in points for sure, but um, I don't have any buys. And besides Kittle, I don't have any uh, major injuries. He's not been that great this year anyway. So, um, yeah, I I think I've gotten lucky. But next week uh, is my week to have – I think I have four people on a buy next week. So uh, that's that's my week to lose. So we'll see – what happens, you never know. The projections don't mean anything. Uh, it's all about the points that are actually scored when the game starts. So we'll see what happens on that. All right. Do you, do you have anything else on that? Or do you want to jump to uh, daily fantasy?
1: So uh, really quickly, so let's give everybody in the listening an update. Uh, I dropped a few spots. I dropped out of playoff contention and the professor moved up into playoff contention after just one week. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple really good uh, fantasy football teams out there. Uh, the professor has actually scored the second most points in the league, but is two and three. And I'm looking for a, a big turnaround this weekend. Maybe it'll have to happen next week. Uh, Definitely looking forward to it. I did pick up um, a couple waiver wire players. I think James Conner, he scored a couple touchdowns in the past couple of games. So if there's a way you can get him secured for your team, uh, definitely uh, something he will do very well. And, um, you know, while uh, Clyde Edwards is out, I think Daryl Williams is going to get a lot of the um, touches. So even if you can get him in like a daily fantasy type situation, you make a good value on your money with Daryl Williams. Yeah. Uh- and my my double quarterback league is going really well currently um, before we move on to daily. Uh, I, I don't think I have ever told you my team name in that league. Have I or have I not? I don't think so. So there's a lot of um, pretty interesting names in this uh, in this league, but I have referred to myself as the Goat of Goats uh, for my team name, and currently I am in second place, sitting at 4-1. Uh, I am actually taking on the first place team this week. Patrick Mahomes and Jared Allen keep getting it done for me. And uh, I have a a stellar team uh, behind me. And I am just waiting to get into the playoffs so I can secure a victory.
0: So battle for first place.
1: Yes, correct. We are both 4-1. and We are both very similar in points. He has scored about 37 points more than me on the season. So this is for uh, first place, and it is going to be a good week for the Goat of Goats.
0: Is that the greatest of all time of the greatest of all time? Uh,
1: That would be the interpretation of that, possibly. Uh, It is to the the reader's
0: deception. All right. Uh, uh, Let me give out a a fantasy lineup, a daily fantasy lineup. Now, we probably should go back over some of what we've done in the past. Um, I'm not really prepared to do that this week, but if you are, you can. Um, I've had some good weeks, nothing that uh, brought in any money, but I've had some some really competitive teams. Uh, This week I went cheap at quarterback. Uh, I know that I said this was going to be a low-scoring game, but I'm going with Baker Mayfield. With Nick Chubb out, I think he's going to be forced to throw. And you never know. I think he could get a couple of touchdowns this week against the Arizona Cardinals. I've got Aaron Jones against the Bears. I got Antonio Gibson against that bad Chiefs defense. I got Robert Woods, who all of a sudden is catching passes again uh, for the Rams. And I've got Amari Cooper. Um, I think he's uh, he has a breakout game every, once every like five games. So I think he's due for another one. I'm also taking CeeDee Lamb. I think that um, Dallas, there's more than enough points to go around uh, with that team. And then I've got Travis Kelsey, who I think will probably have a big week against the football team. And then I had to take Kareem Hunt at flex with Nick Chubb out. Um, You know, Kareem Hunt's only 19 bucks, and uh, he's going to have all the touches, I think. And then lastly, the L.A. Rams defense. At the New York Giants, I think they could have a a few sacks, maybe a, a forced fumble, maybe a return touchdown. We'll see how it goes, but that's my lineup.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good lineup. So I I actually messaged you, and I'm sure this is what spurred on the conversation about our previous weeks. Mm -hmm. I took (laughs) 186,703rd out of 187,000 spots. (laughs) So I, I truly apologize to anyone who may have mimicked my lineup last week. It was not intended. I did have a couple more successful teams where I didn't win much uh, and by much I mean anything these free giveaways that I I play there's you know very top loaded thankful to the sponsors of those tournaments but I have not been able to get myself in the top hundred to secure a little bit of um, croutons however this week I think I've got the winning lineup like always currently there are 193,000 entrants so hopefully I can Break the 192,000 mark. This is going to be the week of the have and the have nots, I feel. And I'm going to start off with quarterback Joe Burrow playing Detroit. I think he is going to um, light up the Motor City and show everybody what, Cincinnati, what Joe Burrow is really made of. Um, Daryl Henderson, the running back for the Rams, I think he is going to run all up and down the Big Apple. Uh, Daryl Williams getting the touches out in Kansas City right now against the football team. I think that's going to be a sure thing. I think if Kansas City gets up, there's going to be a lot of garbage time stats, plus some catch and, catch and run for Daryl Williams. Jamar Chase, Justin, Levers, Justin Jefferson, and CeeDee Lamb, I think, all got very favorable matchups. Um, I always like the quarterback-wide receiver-double-dip combo in uh, Daily Fantasy because if you can strike on those two, hit connect them for two touchdowns, you're always going to get something big. Um, and then for tight end, I went Mo Alley-Cox. He seemed to take over the number one role playing a Houston Texans team. I think Indy is going to have a little bit of a bounce-back week uh that saved me quite a bit to uh pick up Austin Eckler i think against baltimore he's going to be able to get a little some po- points worthy of the flex spot and then uh, i'm going to stick with the cincinnati bengals against the detroit defense i think they're going to be able to get generate a couple uh plays that will favorable in defense
0: all right i like that lineup my one question is are you going to root for austin eckler he's on my fantasy football team playing against you this week, so are you going to root for Austin Eckler?
1: You know, this is this is the problem with fantasy football. At some point in time, you need somebody to succeed and fail at the same time, and you just never know what that is. I am always on the side of what's going to deliver me the most money over satisfaction. Seeing the 49ers aren't playing, I'm going to be all money this week, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to win that
0: cash. Yeah, I like to quote the uh, – the fantasy expert over at the Ringer, Danny Kelly. He's in 12, 20-something weeks. Uh, So he's basically rooting for every single player in the entire league every week.
1: Yeah, so, I mean... You know uh, if every team scored a hundred and every game finished in a tie, I guess he would be very happy
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i I don't get being in that many leagues, but you know if you're the fantasy expert uh for some website, you're gonna have to probably do something like that, so.
1: Uh, that just does, uh, very quickly. I want to interrupt you. I apologize if there are any sponsors out there that would love us to, um, that would like to take our podcast to the next level. I will definitely run 25 football teams. If we want to, um, if you want me to be the fantasy guru, I have a track record of mediocrity, but I feel if I have 25 teams, I can probably get two or three of those that are promised land every season.
0: Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, our, our listenership is going up. The sifters are expanding, so um, definitely check that out if you would like to sponsor us. All right, I think we've pretty much nailed it. Uh, is there anything else before we go?
1: No, I uh, I think we've got sink or swim really quickly. Uh, I don't know where you're at in the standings or how many points you have achieved, but if you want to kick us off, if you're ready, go ahead.
0: Um, I have, I think... I have to look at what I did win last week. I took the Titans, but I'll have to look at uh, my pick for this week.
1: OK, so I, I will go while you're um, while you're loading. Right. Yours. So for week six, I'm going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they're going to have a week. I think they're going to win this week. Um, the survivor pools that we have done, I haven't survived in any of them. So far, I am five for five in picks, which gives me a total of 15 points going for six points this week. In week six, uh, I picked the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: All right, so I have 12 points, um, and this week – did I not make a pick this week? I thought I did. Um, yeah, that's weird. Oh, I did. I picked the Colts uh, week six indianapolis colts over the houston texans
1: yeah that's a good pick and had i not already picked indy i i was definitely looking at i actually was looking against the at houston game and i went against the grain again for picking the team playing houston texans i see you have taken my um, advice there but i think it's a this could be a trap game for indy however i do like that pick
0: yeah, I mean, I don't I, I, don't love it. I watched Indy collapse against the Ravens, and I watched a little bit of Houston dominating New England for most of that game. So, you know, this isn't the easy pick that it might sound like. Um, it could actually be a competitive game, but I think Indy has just enough skill to get over the top.
1: Plus you need to save some of them other picks for later in the season when you start getting 14, 15, 16 points for a pick uh wasting it on you know a team like the uh you know like the Kansas City chiefs in week two or three against the, these lesser opponents isn't the best idea for this particular game.
0: yeah, and especially with Kansas City, they're gonna get presumably get stronger over the year. Um their defense can't get worse, I don't think. So, um, No, they they can't. So, uh, all right. Um then I didn't do professor postits this week. Um I didn't have much change. Um I think the Bills, Rams, Chargers, Cardinals are still the teams that um we can confirm are good teams. And I don't think there's anybody that I can cross off yet. The Falcons and Jets are on a bye a- along with the Saints and the Niners. So we have fewer games this week. Um, it somehow makes it more difficult to pick, um, to get the, uh, to win in the Pick'em League when they, when we start to get into fewer games, you have less margin for error, it feels like. But we shall see uh, how this week goes. Uh, if you don't have anything else, we'll just uh, call it a week.
1: I think we are good and we'll talk to each other next week.
0: All right. For the mayor and myself, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. All right. There you have it. Week six. uh, Save it for the football podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you tune in next week for week seven.